Today, we are talking about a nasty five-letter word. No, it's not a bad word. It's not a curse word or anything like that. But it is a word that makes a lot of people cringe. It is the word shame. Oh, yes, we are going to deal with shame today. And what I'm going to be sharing with you today is what I consider the cure for shame. This is based on God's word. It's based on my experience in life, what I've seen work in myself and what I've seen work in others. So if you are looking for something to help you with that shame that just keeps hanging on in your life, Keep on listening, because in just a minute, we're going to dive right in. Welcome to Worth It, the podcast where we answer anxiety, deflate fear, and shut down shame, because ain't no woman got time for that. You were made to thrive. My mission is to help you get deeply rooted with God and reclaim your weapon that the enemy of God has been using against you. After going to battle for my own mind three years ago, I realized that there is a war going on for our minds, a battle that begins with how we think. Sis, you have much more control than you realize. With each episode, you'll learn how to fight back and become more confident in the truth that God already knows. You are worth it. I'm Michelle Remington, Christian mindset coach, thought strategist, and warrior mama. Grab your sword, daughter of the king. It's time to unleash your inner warrior princess. Welcome back, warrior woman, to the Worth It podcast. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Oh, we were talking about that really bad, really nasty five-letter word. Today, we are talking about shame. Mm. It gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. I don't like shame anymore, but I lived in it for so long. And I think there's so many women today that are stuck in shame and we don't have to be there. There is a better way. God has created and provided a way out of shame. Now, before we get started, I want to invite you to join me in our Facebook group. It is the Worth It Squad. Just imagine finding a community where you just instantly feel and you know that these are my people. This year has been absolutely crazy and we've gotten so disconnected from each other in this past year because of all the isolation and all of the other measures that are keeping us away from each other. And it's really had a detrimental effect on the mentality and the mindset of people all around the world. This is one of the reasons why I created the Worth It Squad, because we need a place where we can find that community of people where we just know these these are my people. You feel right at home. It resonates with you down in your heart. You're like, yes, these people lift me up. I feel like I'm growing with these people. That's how I know that these are my people. We unashamedly focus on God and His Word. We pray together. We celebrate each other. We understand what each other are going through because we've been there. We're we're possibly still going through it. 
We can share our wisdom and our experiences with each other, but we can also cultivate this beautiful atmosphere of encouragement and sisterhood to know that we are all together in this. In the name of Jesus, we are all together and we are dedicated to living our lives for Jesus and to living to our full potential and submitting ourselves fully to God. You're going to be surrounded by friends, sisters who make you feel understood and valued. This is the essence of the Worth It Squad. So if you'd like to join us, your squad is waiting, my dear. Just look us up on Facebook, Worth It Squad, and we cannot wait to have you join us. So let's get back to that nasty five-letter word, shame. Oh, shame is so harmful. I remember when I was still in the state of deep depression and not wanting to live anymore, shame was the biggest contributor to that state of mind. It was shame that was really that cage that was around me because the cage in a odd way was like a protection. So that shame makes you afraid of the reactions of other people to what you're going through. Like they're going to ridicule you. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to tell you it's all in your head. Nobody's going to understand you. That's what shame says. What if they find out? It's like the main thing that shame says. What if they find out? And there was this alarm going off in myself, in my mind, in my heart. It was saying, this isn't right. You shouldn't be having these feelings. This is not right. You need to do something now. There's two powerful things that you can do to combat shame in your life. This is what I've found. It may be different for some, but as far as I could tell with everybody that I've worked with, these two. These are the top two things that you can do to combat shame. Now, I want to start by saying that shame is always comprised of lies and anxiety surrounding something that you have gone through and your worries about how people are going to react to you and think about you because of this thing that you have gone through. So it's not actually something that's happened. What you worry about is not something that's actually happened just yet. You're worried about somebody finding out about what you're currently going through, but you're worried about what other people think. You're worried about how it's going to affect your life because of people's reactions to it. Now, one thing I do want to say is that if you actually have been shamed by someone because of something that you have gone through, I want to reiterate to you that most times when somebody is just spitting out that kind of hate towards you, that's coming from them. That is, that's actually speaking more volumes of what's inside them than what's actually happening. So I need you to understand that though people may try to shame you and say things, it may sound relative to what has happened to you, but because that is coming from inside that person and, and, and it's coming from what's going on in their mind and in their heart, those things are not true. 
about you. And so that's why shame is always comprised of lies. So the first thing that you can do to combat those lies is praise God. Because a lot of those lies are about who you are and who God created you to be. Because when you're in that state of shame, a lot of times you have thoughts like, I am not worthy. I am not worth it. No one loves me. No one cares about me. No one's going to miss me. Those lies. And those lies, first and foremost, have to be combated by the word of God. Because that is the ultimate truth. And the second part of it goes closely in hand. Because when you've got shame going on, you're going to want to go to prayer with God. You're going to want to have that quiet time, that quiet place, no distractions with God. Because you're about to make war. So first, praise. You praise God for making you. Thank you, Jesus, for this day, for my life, for the air in my lungs, for for all of my faculties, for the ability to see. Thank you for my family. And then get bolder. Thank you, Jesus, for who you created me to be. Make that war. And then you're going to start to call out the lies. Talk to God like he's right there with you because he is. So for myself, I was like, God, I'm having these thoughts. Like, I'm scared of what people are going to think about these thoughts that I've been having about self-harm. I'm I'm scared of what they're going to do when they find out that I've been going through this. I'm scared of what's going to happen in my church. I've been having these thoughts that I'm not worth it, that nobody's going to miss me. Call out those lies. Because those lies that the enemy has been trying to feed you in your cage as he's been depriving you of life, when you call out those lies, they dissolve. They lose their power, especially when you are calling them out in the throne room before the almighty God and king, because he is the ultimate truth. And those lies cannot stand in the face of truth. One mistake that I made was I would call out those lies first, not when I was talking to God. I would call out those lies and I'd I'd tell my husband what I was thinking. That in turn stressed him out because he wasn't sure how to help me. And then he's like, well, have you prayed about it? I was scared to go to prayer, to go to God with these lies because I was afraid that he would think the same thing. That is how much that fear and that shame had affected my mindset. That I was afraid to go to God, the one who already sees and already knows. The God who knows me better than I know myself. I mean, in hindsight, it seems silly. But I was so scared because if God thought the same thing, then I was just done. And that's what broke the chains. God breaks the chains. That's why praise is so important and that's why calling out those lies before God is so important. You want to combat the enemy of God, you got to get God involved. Now one thing that helped me through the process and you may want to take some time to do this, 
maybe prior to setting aside that quiet time to go to God in prayer is write out those lies. Now, I know in in previous episodes, uh, we've kind of touched on that when I talked about taking that lie, whatever it is that you've been believing about yourself, writing that down and then writing down the opposite. Now, just write down those lies that are circling through your mind that you're believing about yourself. Ask God to open your mind, your eyes, your ears, your heart to see what those lies are. Write them down so that when you go to prayer with God, you can have it right there on paper and make sure that when you're praying, you're praying out loud. It doesn't have to be loud. Just make sure it's audible. Because you remember in previous episodes, possibly, that's a triple whammy. So you're reading it, you're speaking it, and you're hearing it. And then in this instance, you're taking it to God. And you're saying, God, I've been believing this lie about myself that I am not worthy of love. And you can say, Lord, is that true? And I want to also encourage you to have your scriptures with you. So have that piece of paper or a journal with you that you can write down those lies and then have that audible discussion with God. It doesn't have to be loud, it's just audible because you're seeing it, you're reading it, you're hearing it, you're speaking it because there's power in that. And when you call out those lies, you're breaking down and demolishing the power of those lies on you. And then once you've called out those lies with God, use your scriptures. If you have some of those words of praise that are already in your mind that you can write out, write those out. And then if you want to look in your scriptures and write down, maybe use your concordance or something like that, where you can write down uh, different verses in the scriptures that speak God's truth and in turn combat those lies, write those down and do the same thing. Triple whammy those babies. Triple whammy those scriptures. Read them, speak them, hear them. It's profound. God's word is powerful. I mean, God's word is powerful enough when we just read it, but when we read it, speak it, hear it, we have no idea how powerful it is. It's exponential. So that is our exercise for this week. Yes, I'm going to be doing this too. I think it's really something we should do every week, every day, if at all possible. And what you're going to notice as you continue to do this is there's going to be less and less lies. And then eventually your page is just going to be filled with praise. Ooh, yes. You feel that? Your page in your journal is going to be filled with praise and no more lies. Mmm. Mmm. That is sweet as honey right there. That's some good stuff. Like in my soul, in my in my heart, I'm like, mm, yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And a lot of times while I'm talking to you on this podcast, the Lord's just ministering to me during that time. There's so much power in God's word. I mean, how can there not be, right? <laughs> like God himself Jesus is omnipotent, all-powerful, and yet his word doesn't pack a punch? Oh, let me tell you, his word packs way more than a punch. 
packs the power of every punch from the whole host of heaven and more. God's word is powerful. It's living. It's breathing. When you read God's word, it speaks life into you. So that is our assignment for the week. I hesitate to call it an assignment. But if you do this with us, you're going to make an impact. Yeah, it's going to be profound. Let's go ahead and finish out in prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to share from my mess. You have made this message. And I thank you so much, God. I pray, Lord, for those listening, that you would touch her heart, touch her mind, God. Continue to work mightily in her I pray, Lord, that you would help her to continue to draw closer to you. And this week, as she makes that time to meet with you in prayer, I pray, Lord, for that appointment. I pray, Lord, that it would be a time of reconnection, a time where she can start shedding those lies and start putting on your praise. God, you are so amazing and so wonderful. And I am just in awe at how you are working in our lives. I thank you for that, God. You are faithful. You are amazing and marvelous, wonderful and beautiful, loving and faithful. There is none like you, Jesus, and I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for each opportunity to praise you and to draw closer to you. It's in your precious and holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. My dear, I want to thank you so much for joining me once again for another episode of the Worth It podcast. If you find value, if this resonates with your life and this has helped you in some way, I'd really appreciate it if you would leave a review wherever it is you are listening to this podcast. uh, Leave a review. I've gotten some and you know what, that just lets me know how I'm doing, how this podcast is resonating in the lives of the beautiful women that hear it. So if you feel led, leave a review. And until next time, remember, you are worth it. 